There's been a ton of talk about the incident that happened in Memphis, Tennessee, where a black man died after being brutally beaten by other black officers, and people have been charged in that individual's death. People have been fired, and a lot of conversation about police performance and policies that should keep police from uh, conducting themselves in this fashion. Uh, so we'll obviously be hearing a lot more about this and even the ideas uh, floated around uh, body camera use, uh, whether there should be street crimes units, which apparently was what uh, uh, was uh, involved in the Memphis case, uh, but also what kinds of federal regulations there should be concerning policing. Well, I reached out to the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police Executive Director, former Springfield uh, Police Chief Kenny Winslow, and uh, he provided some reaction to what we saw happen in Memphis. Uh, we talk about body cameras, we talk about street crimes units, and also about uh, what kind of federal regulations there could possibly be. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right on into it. Again, just some of my conversation I had with uh, Kenny Winslow, the executive director of the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police, with his initial reaction to what happened down in Memphis. There's no excuse for that, Greg. I think we were all appalled, uh, disturbed, alarmed by the actions of the members of that uh, unit that were involved in the incident down there. Um, it's one of those things that you hope something like that never occurs. And obviously by the actions of those officers, the fact they were wearing body cameras and they did what they did and then nobody, nobody intervened. No, you know, no one stepped up and said, Hey, he's, we got him, you know, and no one um, did anything to stop it is uh, disheartening. Uh, you know, and their actions are going to be judged by a jury, and rightfully so. And uh, I'm sure that they'll spend a little time in prison, if I'm a guessing man. But, you know, one of those things, we don't have all the facts. But I don't need all the facts to know that that use of force is not what those in professional law enforcement use. They're not the tactics we use. Uh, those type of tactics occur when you're in a fight for your life and, you know, a lot of the things have failed. You know, uh, again, this just a uh, was fatal. Yeah, and uh, we will see, of course, a lot more uh, developments out of that with charges, uh, not just against police, but also apparently some EMTs facing some uh, some legal uh, ramifications from what happened. But uh, about the issue of body cameras, again, uh, speaking with the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police uh, Executive Director Kenny Winslow yesterday, uh, he was the former police chief in Springfield, and Springfield has had body cameras for their police officers for quite some time. So. Winslow's a proponent of body cameras. Oh, absolutely. You know, we were an early adopter when I was in the city of Springfield for adopting body cameras. We were the first major city in the state. I've been a firm believer. I've presented on this topic many times for our association. Uh, the association I'm currently uh, the executive director for, I've presented outside of the state on this as well. Uh, they're just an, a tool to help paint a better picture of what occurs out there. And while they're not perfect, uh, or a panacea, they give us a lot to go on. And we saw that here, you know, if they wouldn't have had the body cameras, uh, what we would have had, you know, obviously there, they still had an overhead camera there. Um, they're just a valuable tool, you know, and, you know, what we've seen in my experience with the Springfield Police Department was that the body cameras were, you know, just as always with any change in law enforcement, there's a little uh, concern about when we first got them. But I bet you right now, if you go and ask any officer, at the police department around the state, uh, do they want to get their body camera? And 99% are saying no. They embrace them. They've seen the value in them. 
what we saw at Springfield was that, you know, it helped uh, uh, paint a better picture out there. It also helped curtail behavior and help de-escalate things. You know, when people know they're being recorded, uh, it typically changes their behavior, but not always. Uh, and same thing officer, you know. So, again, I think they're a valuable tool for law enforcement. Um, I think it's one of the positive things that came out of the Safety Act is that all departments are going to be mandated to have them. There's a cost there. You know, we would hope that the state would come forward and help with that cost a little bit more. And I know they allocated more money this year, so we're thankful for that. But it's just an ongoing cost. And so you got to obviously build that into your budget for an annual expense. Sharing with you some of the conversation I had with the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police Executive Director Kenny Winslow, who's the former Springfield Police Chief. Uh, And uh, one thing that Springfield has that a lot of other urban uh, municipalities have, uh, including down in Memphis, was a street crimes unit. I can't remember the exact uh, the the acronym for Scorpion that was used in Memphis, but I believe it's uh, the S and the C in Scorpion, is Street Crimes. So I think it's like Street Crimes uh, Organization responsible for something, like community safety, or I can't remember the exact d- 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 acronym, but regardless, a Street Crimes Unit, there's a lot of these all across the country, and it appears that down in Memphis it was a Street Crimes Unit uh, that, uh, that was visibly in the body cam and surveillance video uh, brutally beating Tyree Nichols uh, before he died. Uh, so these body these body cams being on street crimes units, what about these street crimes units? How are they useful? Uh, Winslow response to some of that? Well, again, um, I think each department may do things a little bit differently. I can tell you that our experience with Springfield Police Department is that this type of unit is needed. You need somebody out there who can be freed up from calls for service to address our violent offenders, to address our our uh, gang issues, to address our gun violence issues, as well as our legal narcotics and other violent crimes. And uh, but they got to have proper oversight. They got to have proper oversight, and you got to have your best people in there. You can't just put anybody in there. You got to have your best people in there because they're going to work with a little less supervision, maybe than a street officer. I know when we were going through budget cuts at the City of Springfield, I was often asked. Why do we need two supervisors for 10 officers? Well, that's exactly why. You you need your best officers out there. You're asking them to take on some of the most dangerous uh, tasks and interact with the most violent people in our community. But you want a sound supervisor. You want your best supervisor. And that's something we always did at Springfield. We picked our best sergeants to be in charge of those units as well as our best lieutenant. And, you know, everybody was like, well, you know, that, that, uh, scope of authority is only five people. Yep, it's only five people, but it's needed. And so it was one of the things that when we were going through budget cuts, there were several times we had to uh, lobby and argue to keep those two supervisors there uh, versus going down to one supervisor for 10 officers. You know, when you got a seven day a week unit, you need, uh, they're going to be on opposite schedules. They're going to be three or four days there where they're there all together. And there's going to be two or three days there where they're not there together. So you'll have a team of five on some days, you'll have a team of 10 on other days and I count time off and for time, but you need that supervision. And, and I won't say it was totally for a lack of supervision down there because I don't have that information, but I think these are just uh, a little more of a higher risk unit. So you want to have proper supervision. Uh, I don't want to say lack of supervision led to that because I don't know that. But what I will say is that I believe by their actions and their comfort, uh, I won't say cat, a little cavalier, maybe even 
this don't look like this might have been the first rodeo for these folks. And so I don't know that. I don't know what their review process is on body-worn cameras or for that unit. I know at Springfield Police Department, anytime use of force is utilized, there's an automatic review of anything above normal handcuffing to review that. Unless something's changed since I left, that's the way it was. Um, anytime there's use of force like that, a, a supervisor's going to respond to the scene. They're going to start an initial investigation, use of force investigation to see what force we used, why we used it, and if it was justified. Then a lieutenant has to review that use of force and it goes up the chain of command all the way to the deputy chief of the division. If there's something that is serious use of force where somebody's injured and has to be taken to the hospital, it always comes to the chief's desk for a review as well. So you got to have those appropriate policies and procedures put in place. And the big thing is training. You have to train your people and you have to ensure that they know appropriate tactics. Um, there, there was none of that there. There it wasn't. You know, and let's just be real here. This was an assault and battery and uh, a brutal one at that. And then so we're hearing uh, some of the conversation I had with uh, former Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow, who's now the executive director of the Illinois Association of uh, Chiefs of Police. And we'll get to some more of that here at the top. camera and surveillance footage showing police brutally beating a man who died and the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police Executive Director Kenny Winslow talked with him yesterday and uh, here From the time I was hired, ninety. So, uh, as far being, we've had that all these one time, and that's so we've incorporated. That, you know, incorporating that's just another aspect we have. Well, recruit efforts, uh, and how is that uh, going to be hurt by uh, by what happened down in Memphis? You, uh, former Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow, and now the Executive Director of the Illinois Station, the Chiefs of Police sounding off on that? You no, know, like I said, Greg, I think the biggest thing for us in law enforcement is that, um, you know, we got to be able to hire men and women with the courage to do the right thing. I get those officers who respond and they don't want to have you do there and you have to, you know, you know, um, additionally, those that are there, you know, um, you you got to stop it, you know. You got you, okay. Somebody's out of line. You owe it to your brothers and sisters to grab them and, as I call, tag them out. You step in and take over and you know uh, de-escalate the situation. I've seen it happen many times at the Springfield Police Department. Things are escalating. That one of the other officers just kind of puts their hand in front of the other officer, steps in front of them, takes over the conversation, de-escalates the situation, and that's what we need. Not only can we have to work as hard as we can to do our best, but um, again, don't have all the facts down there. There may be something that comes out that 
uh, you know, uh, helps the offers in some way. But the bottom line is that I, I, that use of force, I just don't see how that's going to be more justifiable. My opinion. So uh, next hour, we'll actually talk with the current Springfield Police Chief, uh, Ken Scarlett, to get his reaction to this and uh, how the Springfield Police Department now is handling uh, any such instances of uh, overuse of force uh, from police and what kind of uh, force is justified. So we'll uh, get some more of that coming up here. Uh, But an interesting story, of course, we've seen develop in Springfield deals with some paramedics who are facing charges uh, in the death of a man that they put into a gurney uh, and uh, there's been calls about possibly having even paramedics wear body cameras as well Uh, but up in Chicago you've got a committee that's okayed an ordinance that would protect paramedics taking a beating from patients this coming from I believe the Chicago Sun-Times where uh, amid warnings that Chicago Fire Department paramedics are taking a literal beating at the hands of their patients the City Council Committee in Chicago answered the alarm with the Committee on Public Safety unanimously approving an ordinance uh, that uh, was also on behalf of the Chicago Firefighters Union to create a special category of crime for assaulting Chicago Fire Department paramedics and private ambulance workers, American Red Cross, or any other emergency medical services. Uh, so interesting to see this continue. It's a, it's an important conversation to be had when it comes to public safety. Um, we'll definitely be uh, to have that conversation.